0: Join, converse, inspire. This is the JCI Canada podcast. Hello, and welcome to the JCI Canada podcast. This is Sue Salamosi, one of JCI Canada's 2020 national vice presidents and your host for Join, Converse, Inspire. Throughout 2020, my goal is to explore as many facets of JCI as possible to bring education, knowledge, and inspiration to our members. Follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or pretty much any other listening platform you may use. Please reach out with any questions and enjoy today's episode.
1: We have to first of all recognize that burnout is a problem. And then after doing that, try and dis- discover what causes it. You know, and and what I find causes the most is obviously being overworked, but also being overworked without passion involved. Because passion can inject some much-needed fuel to the to the soul moving forward with your projects, especially when they're extracurricular. I'm really excited to be here today to talk about this topic. I know it's something that affects me. Certainly people that I've been around, it's probably the number one issue that I hear about in JCI, it's the most talked about. It's extremely detrimental to the organization, and that is burnout. We, uh, in our regular, normal, everyday lives are dealing with so many things. We're dealing with family, work, maybe other volunteer opportunities, Uh, trying to fit in friends, hobbies, changes in life, such as coronavirus that are turning things upside down. And then we're trying to fit in JCI on top of that all. So why is burnout detrimental to our organization? Well, because it affects engagement. Uh, You've heard the lyrics, it's better to burn out than fade away. Well, our members, they burn out then fade away. So JCI as an organization has to take some responsibility with burnout, and recognize that it is a problem and try and figure out what causes it you know I certainly I think one of the things that causes it is being overworked but also being overworked without passion because passion can add so much extra fuel to the fire and and keep things going even when it's tough maybe we need to look at what a typical JCI year looks like uh, and, and figure out why burnout is happening within that year and if, if you're If your chapter is like ours, JCI Vernon, and and some others that I've heard about, you probably start off with three to five events that you do a year. And you do them, whether you're thinking about it or not, it's just you've always done them. Uh, Maybe the people who started those events aren't necessarily even part of the organization anymore. They've aged out or they've left, and you're kind of wondering maybe why you do them, although they do bring in much needed uh, funds to the organization, or they're contributing to a certain charity but uh, maybe the people who have to take those events on, because we always have, uh, perhaps they're not as as passionate about anymore. And we we do these events, and it's more of a wash, rinse, repeat kind of year, and then uh, we do it all over again, right? So you start an event, you get your committee together, you build your volunteer base, you work extremely hard, and then it's over with. You get a little bit of satisfaction, and then you do it all over again. Is that a recipe for success? Well, perhaps, I mean, we're still here as an organization, but it's also a recipe for burnout. And we have to learn as an organization to perhaps adapt better to our members rather than expecting our members to adapt to what JCI is. Let's start thinking about some solutions. You know, we we know that we need to bring money into the organization, but we also need to give our members a break. And what what I recommend is perhaps being able to be willing to deconstruct your ear. You know, wash the slate clean. It's it's very freeing, and it's something our chapter had to do just a year ago. We realized that our members were burning out; they weren't passionate about the events that we were doing anymore. So, when you start from nothing again, it it allows you to be you know so much more creative. And one thing that we sat back and realized that we could do to bring in money was bring on a corporate sponsor. You know, there's so many organizations out there who want to align with JCI and our values and they wanna connect with people who are you know, creating positive change within the community. And they wanna align their goodwill with that and, and bring that on board. And it's such a great option if you're willing to do that. It brings in some fantastic money to the organization. But one thing I would, I would recommend doing is definitely not using that money to simply use it for seed money for another event. You know, use that money to invest in your members again. Perhaps put a little bit of more money towards socials. Put it towards training. Put it towards subsidy so your members can travel to other events or maybe just use your money to, to give them a little break you know we we want to work smarter and not harder and and allowing the slate to be clean and, and opening up uh, and allowing for creativity allows some of your members who have been on board or especially new members to bring in new ideas and things that they're passionate about and they can create new events moving forward that can uh, fuel your organization as well we also have to take into consideration that we have a personal responsibility when it comes to burnout. And I certainly have an issue with this, and I know a lot of other people do, uh, that I've been around within JCI, and that is saying no. You know, I, when I first started, I, I had seen the movie Yes Man, and it kind of inspired me because I wanted to start saying yes to opportunities. So people were asking me, you know, Dan, do you want to chair an event? Do you want to do the effective speaking competition? Do you want to be the membership director? Do you want to go to Africa? All these really cool things that JCI was offering and you know, I said, yes, 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 yes. And I'm so glad that I said yes to those opportunities because it's turned me into the person that I am today. And it's opened up so many doors for me and I've met so many people, but you know, it's also a recipe for burnout down the line and I definitely felt it. So if, if you know you might be heading towards burnout, just Maybe start recognizing the signs of what burnout is. Maybe you know, for me, I realize that uh, I start to get tired. I want to sleep in. You know, maybe for you, you're feeling cranky. Um, you're not as passionate about things as you used to be. You're not finding the happiness that was there before. Uh, just, just be willing to kind of look within yourself and, and see if you're, if you're feeling burnt out. If you're taking on too much. And in the end, you know, you really just have to be able to say no and be willing to take a break. Opening the opportunity for creativity allows passion to come back in the organization, so members can start thinking of new ideas and new things that they are passionate about that helps fuel the organization and the events moving forward.
0: Some wise words of wisdom from JCI Vernon member and Senator Dan Prue. And amongst all of the amazing things Dan has done in this organization, which we'll talk about here shortly, Dan is an incredible mentor and friend. He was my immediate past president when I was chapter president back in 2015, and since then has continued to provide support and inspiration to his chapter. In fact, Dan just received the Executive Member of the Year Award at the BC Yukon Virtual Regional Convention for his work as the 2019 Training Director for JCI Vernon. I invited him on the podcast to share some of his passion with us. And fun fact, he actually came up with the name for the podcast. So congratulations on your award, Dan, and welcome to Join, Converse, Inspire. Hey, Dan. Hey, Sue. Thanks for joining me on the JCA Canada podcast.
1: Of course. What an honor.
0: So you named the podcast. Where were your creative juices? I think
1: I tapped into my inner (laughs) six-year-old. So, you know, when you make those poems for your mom and mom means magnificent and oh means outstanding. Yeah, I just kind of took that and, and rolled with it for JCI. So if you haven't figured out yet, uh, join Converse Inspire. They all start with JCI.
0: Which is is so obvious, but it's funny how many people were like, oh, light bulb moment. That's what I mean, yeah. it's JCI. So speaking of JCI, Dan, let's talk about why you joined JCI and why you stay.
1: Yeah, that's an easy one. Uh, I joined JCI because I was new to Vernon. It was a brand new area for me. I wanted the opportunity to, to meet some people, maybe make some friends at a new business. So maybe there was an opportunity to network and also uh, give back to the community. Staying was was the easy part because I met so many fantastic people who are friends to this day and I hang out with them. I, I don't know if I'd have any friends right now if it wasn't for JCI. So it's uh, been such a great organization that way. I owe so much to the organization. It is the reason I have my job today at the chamber. You know, I, I built all my chops up through JCI, learning how to run events, get sponsorship, bring members on board. So yeah, that was an easy decision.
0: What year was it that you joined Deb? It was
1: 2011.
0: 2011. So that's nine years, nine years of service to this awesome organization. Through your JCI career, let's talk about some of the stuff that you've done. So, and we're, we're going to get to the burnout topic, but I think we'll need to build up to that by talking about all the amazing things that you've done. So oh, it's a build-up. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you've you listed off uh, a number of things in your little intro piece there, um, chairing an event, emceeing the hospital gala, membership director. So why don't we talk about each of those points? So your first... Kind of your initiation project into the organization was becoming membership director.
1: Yeah, it actually. I mean, I had chaired an event before that, and that was the uh, fantastic beer ticket sales. It was a real easy one to get involved with. Kind of a, a bit of a turnkey event. It really just more involved organizing the volunteers, scheduling time, and, and needing your time and dedication. Obviously, those were some long nights. But, the, but but right away, you know, people see that you're willing to do things. Maybe they see something in you. You know they have confidence in you, and uh yeah, so I ran for for membership director
0: and how did that year go?
1: It was really cool. yeah, it was a, a neat way to meet more people in the community, you know had, go out have coffee with them. I got the chance to organize two new member events, so one was bowling with members yeah it was it was a ton of fun. I just remember really enjoying it and and having a totally new experience with j c i getting to sit on the executive and see what that looked like from the other end of things.
0: When I joined JCI, it was your first bowling event, your first membership, new members' night at the bowling alley, and we had that scavenger hunt. Oh,
1: you know what? I didn't remember that, but that's so cool.
0: And I was I was gung-ho on winning that little scavenger hunt that you had laid out. I'm like, yeah. I want to win, like, like no JC yeah. ever said. You're ever, a
1: go-getter right? and a competitive person, and I don't think that's changed for you, Sue, so that's not surprising one little bit.
0: Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, membership director, MCing the hospital gala. So that was a signature event for JCI Vernon, a fundraiser for the hospital foundation, and you were asked to MC.
1: Yeah. It was one of those things that, uh, was obviously a great opportunity and fantastic to be asked that somebody, you know, maybe had that confidence in me. And it was a great opportunity for me to grow and gain that experience. Obviously being able to speak in front of 300 people can take you places in this world. And uh, I just had to say yes and kind of get out of my own head space, right? Because you can think of all the horrible things that can go wrong when you say yes to something like that. So just uh, dealing with that and moving forward and what a cool opportunity.
0: You talked about going to Africa and you talked about competing and effective speaking. Yeah. I remember when you guys went to Africa and you you hosted. We can can talk about that a little bit more. But maybe as we talk about them, let's kind of tie into that point where you first started feeling burnt out.
1: Sure. Yeah. Obviously, I went to Africa and this was all really in my first year of, of JCI. It was just a random opportunity that came up uh, through the Zimbabwe project. It was another member of JCI who was uh, organizing that. My wife and I had always talked about going to Africa as part of a safari, but what a new experience to go there and, and, and see it from a different angle. We met up with JCI Harare and we uh, organized, you know, these these training sessions for uh, other uh, villagers that were there, about expanding their ability to earn money and do sustainable projects. So that was really neat to be able to get out there and do that. And the effective speaking competition, that's probably my favorite part of JCI. I love competing in that. I so enjoy hearing other people come up with their speeches and grow so much and move forward. I think it's an invaluable skill to be able to have. But when you win, an effective speaking competition. I mean, what do you win? You you win the opportunity to do it again. So so there's something you know, that you have to, you know, spend your time doing it, going to another event and, and just building on it, so.
0: Through all of these experiences, can you pinpoint the moment where you started feeling burnt out? Or did you go through a few different roles before you were like, hold on a second, I need to take a step back?
1: Yeah, you know, I had a lot of energy at the beginning. And I think when I started to feel burnt out was, not at the start, but I had started a new job with the Greater Vernon Chamber of Commerce. You know, a dream job I got because of all the, the the chops I had through JCI. So I was dealing with a new job. It was my president year in 2014, which was so amazing. I had a fantastic time. But you know, I was getting all these great positive things from JCI, and uh, another opportunity came up that I wanted to say yes to, and it was to uh, be a director for another nonprofit in town. I thought well if i'm getting all these amazing experiences from jci why not why not multiply that by two so i took double the amount of work uh made it through the year halfway through that year i found out i was going to be a father and you know just at the end of the year i I felt like you know you don't know you've taken on too much until you do and that's one of the unfortunate things with burnout is sometimes it's too late (laughs) you know it's just going to happen Uh, and then after that year, you know, it was your year as president, happy to be past president and chair all of the, uh, all of the meetings that we had. But I knew after that year, it was time to kind of sit back, get some of my energy back, be a father. Obviously that was a good opportunity to just enjoy, enjoy being a dad and watching my kid grow and, and letting other people take on you know, events and uh, responsibilities within JCI. And, you know, that's part of the good thing about JCI too, is you, is you you, grow, you build up, you take on some responsibility and then new people join and you let them gain some of the same experience and, and benefits that you were able to.
0: Let's talk about how you were able to pinpoint that you felt burnout. Like what, what did that feel like for you? And then let's move into... How do you say yes to opportunities despite feeling burnt out or manage that, mitigate that factor?
1: Yeah, it felt like I was tired, you know, mentally. I mean, not a lot of the duties in JCI are very physically uh, exerting. Um, So, yeah, just feeling mentally exhausted. And I know when I feel that way, I want to sleep in. You know, it's harder to wake up in the morning and then all of a sudden you get into a routine where you're staying up late at night. Because you've you've perhaps slept in, and your your mind's turning. You got all these things going on. You know how are you going to juggle it all? You know maybe there isn't the passion there that there was for certain things before. You're not as happy doing it. You're feeling extra responsibility. Maybe you're feeling a bit of resentment if other people weren't taking on re- responsibility. So yeah, I can it can kind of all build up.
0: You mentioned the movie Yes Man. Yeah. It was the same for me watching that movie was, it was inspiring. Like why, why not say yes to opportunities (laughs) Because amazing things come out of them.
1: There's a lot of goofy things that happen in that movie, right? I mean, and that's not what I'm going for, but the benefit of being able to say yes to opportunities is to get out of your own headspace. things that you might've said no to before, because you're thinking about it too much. So I'm not saying, say no to things, you know, obviously. You say yes to as many things as you can, but try and limit them and try and only take on you know maybe one or two things at a time. Because it can be really easy to take on so much at once in in JCI. Maybe you're sitting on the board, you're in an executive position, and then you go through the year, you know, the chapter's doing five events, and you decide, maybe it might be a good idea to sit on one of those committees or chair one, right? And then you're doing that on top of it. And then maybe you want to compete in the effective speaking competition. So there's another thing. And then before you know it something unexpected happens where you're dealing with something that you didn't really know so maybe start to say yes to, to just one of those things at a time
0: i hear you thinking about managing your level of burnout but i think really it's managing that fomo fear of missing out right mm-hmm. like I, I i for myself i'm like yes i want to do that yes i i, I want to do all the things but how how do you manage it right yeah yeah and in, in gci
1: there's a timeline you know you get so old and then and then you're kicked out, right? So how do you get it all in?
0: How do you get it all in? <laughs> I think that's. I think and neither of us are, are experts in it. We are experts in saying yes to things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I, I too find it difficult to say no sometimes, but I'm, I'm working on it. You mentioned getting a corporate sponsor as a potential solution. Yeah, it's a solution.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Looking for solutions, solutions to burnout. Yeah, so getting a corporate sponsor, being able to work smarter, not harder, right? So there's a an injection of revenue into the organization that you didn't necessarily have to work for. You know, you, you have to have deliverables for those sponsors, of course, right? Logo recognition, maybe they're participating in some of your events, but whatever, whatever you decide. But to use that money and invest it in your members. So what, what does that look like, right? Uh, JCI, I mean, we do a fantastic job already of investing in members, so I don't want to take that away. Obviously, there's the four areas of opportunity. You know, you got individual, business, community, international. Our very mission is to provide developmental opportunities that empower young people to create positive change. But the investment that I'm talking about is that little bit extra, right? So maybe if you have people that are chairing an event, you know, they're probably going to feel some level of burnout. So maybe use a little bit of that money to to get them a spa day or something like that, right? Something that they're going to enjoy and maybe be able to like recoup. Uh, sometimes uh, you have to pay for good trainers, right? So if if you're investing in your members and you have to pay a little bit extra, you know, use some of that money to invest. In them. Maybe you're bringing in a trainer who specializes in burnout or meditation, you know, something like that. If you do four events normally, maybe take it down to three. Maybe your investment in your members is just to give them that little extra break, right? So they don't have to work so hard. Invest in in getting new members. Maybe put a little bit more of that money into a new members night. To attract those members, obviously, one huge way to deal with burnout is to spread spread the work, out, right? So one way you're going to do that is bringing fresh, fresh blood into the organization, fresh creativity, fresh energy. Yeah, invest a little bit in in bringing new people on. Maybe use some of that money to invest in a nice meeting space. So when new members come on, you know what's what's one of their first impressions? That's where you meet with each other, right? So yeah, get a nice space where maybe you don't have to worry about organizing the room when you show up or reorganizing it when you leave. Yeah, some, you know, just something that's a nice ambience. You know, you, you spend a little bit of time there as an organization and, and meet people. So eh, it's not a bad idea. You know, just finding finding ways within your organization to recognize and reward your members. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah. And everybody takes reward a little bit differently. Everybody receives reward a little bit differently. So kind of making sure that you're tapping into what each person kind of is looking for as far as recognition.
1: Yeah. I would say it'd be so easy to take that corporate sponsorship or whatever revenue you're getting and sit on it, save it for a rainy day, but please don't.
0: It's a rainy day when your members are burnt out. And like you said, a lot of times it's too late. Yeah. By the time you realize you've burnt people out or you're burnt out yourself, you're past that point. And so then maybe, like you said, getting a, an expert on burnout or a meditation training on, on figuring out how to manage it after you get to that point is something that we need to look at a little bit more closely. Mm-hmm. I want to get on to talking about an awesome story or one of your favorite memories in JCI so we can round out this interview. Burnout is a pretty heavy topic, and I know that a lot of members do feel it. Um, so I think it's important that we're talking about it. We're bringing it to the forefront especially now in the middle of the year, we're at this point during the pandemic where people have been working so hard to stay afloat and to stay active Mm -hmm. and to make sure that other people are staying active. It's It's a great point to touch on at this point in the year. So let's finish this on a positive note. Let's talk about an awesome story. Dan, do you have one, two stories that you can share with us?
1: I mean, after being in the organization so long, I mean, I have a lot of great memories. I suppose for me, Sue, it was uh, was when I finally got my senatorship, right? So when I joined the organization, I was inspired a lot by people who were already senators. I saw the kind of people they were, and I knew that that's where the direction I wanted to go in my life was to emulate what they are, because they're really great mentors. They're people who have accomplished a lot in their lives and it inspired me along the way, mentored me. Uh, so to have that moment where I I was receiving my very own senatorship and, and knew I had got to that level in the organization. Maybe I didn't even feel like I had deserved it yet, but 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 my peers had seen something in me and and recognized me in that way. So uh, that was a huge highlight for me, and I'll remember it forever. To be honest, the my favorite stories are all always seeing somebody who's sort of in a bit of a shell, you know, when they join the organization and the ability for them to grow and develop themselves and and break out of their shell and maybe do something that's totally out of their comfort zone that they never would have before because they're supported by members and they know they're in a safe place like being able to get up there and do the effective speaking competition in a room of people I find that stuff so empowering and inspiring and those are the kind of stories that keep me moving as a member so I mean I have a lot of Great memories for myself, but always the best stuff is seeing other people grow and 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 expand who they are.
0: Yeah. Definitely. And that's the, the point of JCI is to is to build each other up and develop young leaders. Can you think of a specific story, Dan?
1: Holy smoke, Sue. Like, I mean, let's talk about you. <laughs> no. Nope. I mean, look how far you've been. I'm so proud of you, by the way. And please don't edit this out because I want to say this. And you've come so far in your JCI career. You know you've built this podcast up for nothing. You're you're uh, on the national board, you've been part of the, hosp- you know, obviously the hospital Gala, but this year you you helped chair uh, the national convention. So you've come so far and you you're probably a prime example of somebody I would look at and be like, "Hey, <laughs> have you taken on too much?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are you feeling burnt out? Not yet. <laughs> and I think you have every right to say that as my my immediate past president. <laughs> I think we had a we had a pretty good relationship together. Thank you, Dan, for all of your praises. Well deserved. I'm I'm trying <laughs> I'm trying to get a specific story out of you.
1: I think, you know, every time I get to compete in the effective speaking competition, I know I've said that that's my favorite event, but it's something that I can, you know, hone within myself and and prepare for. Uh, I really enjoy doing it and I know sometimes it can be a little bit nerve-wracking and just kind of you know, getting out of the box. But I love, you know, speaking in front of people and challenging myself in that way and just feeling the reception from the room. You know, whether you win or don't, it's a it's an awesome opportunity to move forward. And I hope to compete in that competition again before my time in JCI is is over with.
0: Lots of opportunity. I mean, pretty sure nominations are open soon for the National Board. Definitely. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> you never know. I have trouble saying no. So please don't ask me at this point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so before we finish off this episode, is there anything else that you wanted to say, Dan, anything about burnout, about your time in JCI, um, any wisdom that you want to impart on us?
1: Yeah, I think if we're sticking on topic with burnout is just telling people to spread out their tasks that they're taking on. As a chapter, stop asking people who are already committed, perhaps, you know, we have a tendency when we know people are willing to say yes to keep on asking them. And I know it's out of good. It's out of goodness, right? You see something in somebody, you want them to grow, you want them to take on a new challenge. But, you know, be conscious of, of what they're taking on and people are able to, to take on different things, right? Like Sue, you're able to take on so much and maybe deep down you're burnt <laughs> out, but it's hurting. But, but from the outside, it looks like you're doing amazing. And and you are so you're able to take on a lot, but maybe some people aren't. And different things burn out different people. So just to be conscious of that, and be supportive, obviously, when somebody wants to you know step back and, and take a break.
0: All right, I like finishing off with a little for the good of JCI Canada. So I'll start, and then you finish, and then we'll end it from there. For the good of JCI Canada, Dan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking about such an important topic, especially. Um, in the middle of the year, I think it's extremely relevant and important for us to recognize right now. And thank you for naming the podcast, Join Converse Inspire.
1: Hey, I just threw threw it in a hat and uh, who knew, right? So yeah, I'm excited. I hope it continues. Um, I think you've done such a fantastic job, Sue, again. So thank you for starting it and for the good of the chapter. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on the podcast.
0: Thanks, Dan. This is how we do in JCI Canada. Join, converse, inspire.